What is up, Smarks, Marks, and 9to5Jobbers? My name is Kevin. This is Mike. This is Andrew. Nate Dog in the house. You are listening to the Five Wise Marks. Welcome to a very innocent version of the Five Wise Marks today, brothers. Because here's the thing. How innocent is it? We just went to a show that was super great. It was super extreme. It was intense. There were some championships and there was some wrestling. And we learned from someone on the outside who had a John Cena toy spinning belt <laughs> that Chris Benoit didn't do it. He didn't do it. There's no proof. There's no evidence. No evidence at all. He should be in the Hall of Fame. Therefore. Brothers. Yeah, so that's how our night was. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Yeah. yeah. Hey, that was a great podcast. And Crispin was innocent. And? See ya. There you go. <laughs> All right. So we are going to have some actual content other than Crispin Benoit being innocent. But oh, we are? Yeah. All right. Bye, Nate. <laughs> Crispin was innocent. So we're actually going to talk about... NXT TakeOver Portland. We're going to do a prediction. We are then going to actually watch it. Then Nate's probably going to leave at some point. Then Turner and I... Say hello. Hello. <laughs> oh my god, why do I do this? Why do I do it? I don't know why. Hello. Hi. <laughs> god damn it. God damn it. Alright. You're almost as bad as Toast. Okay? Busting oh, there's no such thing. So here's the thing. So then, we're going to... Watch it, then we're going to review it. It'll probably just be me and Turner. So it'll just be me talking the whole time, just like now. And I'll be just nodding my head. Like yes. I am right now. So you know visual. It's Such a visual podcast. <laughs> so here's the thing, brothers. Let's talk about NXT TakeOver Portland. The first match on this sheet that I've got here in front of me, that's oh, definitely a phone and not a sheet of paper. <laughs> the booking sheet. Is Street Fight, Dakota Kai, Tegan Knox. Oh. Who you got, brothers? I got Dakota Kai going over, brother. Dakota Kai goes over, solidifying the heel turn. I agree with that. Even I'll, though I just want to say, they already wrestled once a week prior. I don't know why they did that. Yeah, just got to give it away, you know. But uh, I can't see Tegan Knox winning this one. Dakota Kai is going over strong, dudes. I think it's going to be a really good match. But, yeah, I think Kai gets the win here. And then the one that's right before WrestleMania, Tegan Knox will get the, the win back. That's my my prediction. Should I, it could be one of the better matches on the show? How do you feel about like, is it Street Fight, right? It's Street Fight. Yeah. How do you feel about that, that gimmick? I kind of wish they'd held it? off a little late. It does because they've been going pretty crazy. Uh, this has been since uh, War Games. War Games, War yeah. Games. Um, but it kind of feels like that should be the blow off, not in the middle feud, right? If, if it was anything, there would be a blow off. Eventually, it should be for the title. Yeah. Well, I, I Which think, I think is the, that's where Babyface gets. This goes to, go to show over. how how strong the roster is in NXT. Is they can have multiple feuds going on. Yep. They're both strong feuds. Well, I, they have a stronger women's division than AEW does, by and large. Yes. Other than the champion, the champion of uh, AEW, its women's division is very strong. Very, very, very strong. strong. <laughs> Every strong rose stuff. has its thorns. <laughs> strong enough to beat up Val Venus. <laughs> the big Val. 
Next match, NXT Tag Team Champions, the Broserweights, Matt Riddle, Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne versus Bobby Fish and Nate McClain. <laughs> oh, we know who's doing the job in that one. Yep, Broserweights are winning. Because <laughs> Nate McClain. Um, I don't think the Broserweights should win. I think they should actually break up and feud. Just how Samoa Joe and Finn Balor did. Yeah. Well, they already won the, the Dusty Classic, so the I don't think classic. they need uh, belts to solidify this anymore. No. Let them do their thing for a while. They will feud because it's going to be a good match down the road. Um, yeah. I mean, he needs to say strong, I think, because strong already lost his belt. I don't think anyone else needs to lose their belt right now. Well, and Cole might. You don't we'll, know. We'll get to it. Yeah. 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 Uh, North American title, Keith Lee, Dijakovic. I think Keith Lee's Keith retaining. Lee. Keith Lee retains. Uh, he should lose it just so we can go up to the main roster where he already should be. But but he's probably going to keep it. It's going to be a – I bet this might be the match in the night. We, we, we've, seen, we've seen this match many times before, so we know what kind of chemistry they have going in, even before like they, they wrestled a five-star classic in PWG. Um, I'm calling this for match in the night, so we'll see. It could be. What do you say, uh, Toast? I, I, can't, I can't argue with that. Keith uh, Lee is just so – Goddamn good. He's he right is there. guilty of being a great wrestler. <laughs> we're bask, gonna beat this down. Bask in his glory. Yes, and ba- bask in his guilty. Yes, and then you're gonna you're gonna <laughs> feast you're gonna feast your eyes on the fact that Chris Benoit is innocent, brothers. <laughs> okay, he didn't do it. There's no evidence. And there's no proof. There's no proof at all. Okay. It, it was Kevin Sullivan, motherfuckers. Oh. It was Kevin Sullivan. It was the Taskmaster. He it was Evad. <laughs> he helped. He cleaned it up. Backwards. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing. We had another match. The Demon. We did. Who also did it. <laughs> and, and Johnny Gargano. <laughs> who didn't do it? <laughs> who didn't do it? Finn Balor, Johnny Gargano. Um, this should be an interesting match. This my, is my match of the night. Could be. That's how strong the show is, too. I think... We already know like the, the type of like matches all these guys can have. Yeah, uh, I think Johnny's going to go over. I don't see a reason for him to lose. He just came back. Um, Finn Balor. I don't know. You think he's going to be making a, just a pit stop to NXT and then shooting? Back I think up? he's staying. I think so too. I think they're building up a strong heel for a possible babyface champion down the road, and that's why I think Finn goes over. I think Finn goes over, and this is a feud that continues. I think this feud keeps going. Yeah. Which is why I think Finn goes over instead little, of Gargano. Little, uh, little heel chicanery. Yeah, might even have, uh, might even have him like double stomp Candice LeRae or something crazy. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Turner double stomp Candice oh, LeRae. Hey, hey. Tune in for the other podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> different minor pod- special podcast. Five Wise Marks After Dark. After Dark, where we talk about no something. Part. Maynard's ex-wife did. Oh. <laughs> That'd be a different podcast. <laughs> I got Gargano. That's the one where we deep dive how innocent Chris Benoit is. That'll be the same podcast. That'll be the same podcast where we talk about what Maynard's ex-wife was guilty of. Ooh. Yeah. Vince McMahon would love that episode. Such an adulterer. It's good shit. <laughs> it was good shit. Then we have the women's... I'm sorry. The NXT Championship... Oh, they went back to women's already. Oh, they went back to women's so they, already. They, they, they so, NXT, for a week. so the NXT Women's Championship, a.k.a. The Sexist Pig. A.k.a. The NXT Championship. A.k.a. The NXT Championship. A.k.a. The NXT Women's Championship. Not the one. Not the one. 
that Paige had jizzed all over. Oh, <laughs> not that one. This is a different NXT Championship. What we'll to review that one too? Yes, yes. <laughs> Brad Maddox special. Uh, allegedly, yeah, right. allegedly, there's no proof. Rhea Ripley <laughs> versus Bianca Belair. I got Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley. I think Rhea Ripley wins clean, then gets the shit kicked out of her by Charlotte Flair. Yeah. It's, okay. Okay. Yep. Um, there were some people that were like, "Oh, Bianca Belair should win and then have a three-way." No, Bianca. Oh. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Like, don't, let's not book through our own eyes. And I said this before. There's too many singles matches set up so far for WrestleMania. They're going to try to get more talent on the show. You think they're going to no. shoehorn some, some people no. in? For, I mean, I hope not. Because here's the thing. Bianca Belair looked so out of place when they had that uh, in-ring segment at NXT last week. Yeah. She just... Well, they made her look like a Jay Brown. Well, and she's like laughing and just having not re- reactions that didn't make sense. She did not I look agree. like a top talent in yeah. that ring with those two women. She just looked like... Uh, a she joke. Looked, she looked dumb. Yeah, she did. And it just—it's it, it, just not a, right, a good fit. Bianca Belair needs more time in NXT. She's not polished enough. She's got athleticism through the roof. Yeah. But they need to work on her before she goes up the main roster and gets the crickets, because she will. Well, yeah. and she'd probably be a product of bad booking too. Almost. And certainly. she needs she needs good booking. Yes. Right yeah. now. So then we have the main event of the evening: Adam Cole versus Tommaso Ciampa. NXT Championship. Men's Championship. Men's Championship, a.k.a. NXT Championship. Not, also not the one. <laughs> not the one that Paige had just done. Also not that one, okay? Different allegedly. title. That was Alleg- Devils, wasn't it? No, it wasn't allegedly. Okay. There was, there was, there was evidence proof, of that. Brother. Unlike Chris Benoit, <laughs> and there, there was no evidence. No evidence for Chris Benoit. I just want to there say. There was evidence of Paige. Uh, talking about. Cole and Champa. Um, I think Chris Benoit is innocent. <laughs> yes. uh, the proof is in the pudding, and there was no pudding found on the scene. You can't find pudding in There's the house. There's no proof. There's no proof. Yeah. Therefore, he's innocent. There's no pudding there. All the snack packs were gone. Kevin Sullivan took it. Doesn't matter him. if it's vanilla, chocolate, tapioca. Not tapioca. Tapioca's gross. Kevin Sullivan took the pudding with him. That's why there was no proof. I'm here connecting the dots, and it. You know what it's spelled out? Chris Benoit is innocent. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's in the stars. He is innocent. Thank you, P.I. So Adam Cole, Tommaso Ciampa, who you got? This one's tough. I'm I'm fairly split on this one because I can make a case for both. But my heart of hearts, I'm going to go with Cole. I just don't think you need to take any more belts off the UE right now. Uh, I hope. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly torn. I think yeah. this would be a great match. I just... Because I can see them putting on Champa and making that makes total sense, but I, don't, I just don't think so. Cole, I, Cole for the win. I don't think it's going to be Champa quite yet. Cole's going to retain by chicanery eventually. I think in the summer they're going to split off Undisputed Era. Well, maybe maybe Mania that take over. Yeah, that I think work. that's maybe I think that's months. where Cole drops the belt. Get some more steam behind Champa, maybe. <laughs> Goldie is going back to daddy. Goldie's going back home to daddy tonight. And that's just as certain as the fact that Chris Benoit is innocent. (laughs) There was no proof. There's no evidence. Any evidence. Just like you don't have any evidence that this spinner belt has been touched by little children. Okay? You have no evidence. You have no evidence that that random 60-year-old dude with a toy belt. Off eBay. Off eBay. Was using that to pick up children. Very high There's bit. zero evidence. Very okay, high there's bit. no proof. There's, there's no, no proof. proof. It spins. 
Okay, spins. So look into a spinner belt. Yes. Look into the spinner belt. And look then you will know. Yes. We're going to do a deep dive next time on Five Wise Marks. But here's what's going to happen, brothers. brothers so we got these matches. Dude. Okay. Okay. We're going to go watch a whole bunch of Chris Benoit matches. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to see the innocence in every single one of those matches. Every single time he does a chop. Or the innocent suplex. Yes. <laughs> when he does a series of suplexes, once he hits that third one, you know. He's innocent. You know he's innocent. The innocence of the throat slash. <laughs> yes. The throat slash. No um, murderer. <laughs> no murderer would ever do a throat slash on television. The non-guilty headbutt. Yes. <laughs> and the clearly crippler crossface of non-guilt. <laughs> okay. Of non-crippling. He's a rabid innocent Wolverine. It's right exonerated. In <laughs> it's right in his nickname, brothers. <laughs> And that's for real. And that's a shoot. Brothers. Yeah, we're going to drop some insider lingo here, brothers. <laughs> All right, we're going to go watch NXT TakeOver Portland. We're going to come back minus Toast, minus Trick Shot, minus Nate, and we're going to have a great time, brothers. Minus Nat. Innocence. And we're back, uh, missing some Toast here. You Good still old. here, Turner? I'm still here. Yeah. So... We just watched TakeOver Portland. It was about 700 hours long. It seemed way too long, man. I mean, every match in NXT has to be an epic now. At least 25 minutes, 40 false finishes. million high spots, and no selling at all. Uh, <laughs> little selling. A little, little bit. <laughs> I mean, these guys aren't just I mean, women. They aren't just trash, but oh, it, it, it feels like a marathon getting through it. I'm exhausted. Yeah, I am too. I'm tired. It's not that late at night. It's not that late Quarter at night. After 11, it feels like it's 2.30 in the morning. Yeah. So, we kick it off with the fact that Chris Benoit's innocent. He is not guilty. There's no evidence. And there's no proof. Not at all. It was the Taskmaster, Kevin Sullivan. Don't add us. At Alex Jones. Infowars. Yes. So, open it off with uh, Dominic Dijakovic versus Keith Lee. Of course, champ comes down first. Because that's how things work. Because that's how it works in NXT. Just doesn't make any sense. It works just in general now. There's no rhyme or reason to when champs come out. Uh, I wish it wasn't that way. Champs should always, always come, come out last. last. Always. always come out last. Yeah. They shouldn't have to wait in the ring for their challenger to come out. doesn't make any what, sense. Yeah, that means nothing. Just dumb. Uh, this match had some good spots, but holy crap, it felt like it went on forever at some points. And that match and just like the rest of the matches we're going to be talking about, there were just too many false finishes, and I think it was babyface working babyface. Yeah, which it, it didn't help. Too many, too many of the same spots where the fireman's carry, whoever uh, you know, transitioned to something or hit a big spot and it was a kick out. It was kind of what I expected with the result. I expected with Keith Lee going over. How about Dijakovic trying to break his neck on that uh, flip over the top rope? Oh, he's sitting on that chair on the outside. Oh. That was, that was scary. That was brutal to watch. I was I was almost positive he was going to really hurt himself. Doing it looked that. like Lee kind of saved him in the he did with his his legs and his feet catching him his, his neck there because I yeah because like he basically short. caught him and so like his head never hit the ground. Yeah, but good oh. save by Lee. But that's that's the name of the game anymore. Is is how can you outdo each other each time in each takeover when everybody's allowed to go all out every match? Yeah. And There's nobody reining it in. We'll, uh, we'll we'll touch on that more as we get on through this podcast review. But um, again, you know, solid match. Right guy went over, and I I don't I bet these guys are going to be tagging here again, like how they were teaming up 
fight each other around War Games time. I think it's going to be just one of those things where they clash, come together for a common thing, and uh, vice versa, back and forth. It's going to be the same. Well, the thing, thing is, with neither one of them being heel, it uh, it did take a lot out of the match. There wasn't like a lot of heat. Well, it was just, oh, this is good athleticism. I think I think maybe you know Dijakovic can can use a heel turn. I know, and I think we're he heel too. heavy, but. Um, I think for him especially, I, I think he's getting nowhere as a babyface. He's a, athletic as hell, but right now his character's not getting over. The gar- so. Yeah, the character's just kind of there. He's, he's pretty stale. Yeah. So I Then, think- with the finish, you had the spirit bomb from Keith Lee, which Dijakovic totally no-sells. Like, comes yeah. up, starts hulking up, yeah. then eats another spirit bomb, which he kicks out of. And that's... And that's when you, yeah that, that should have ended. That should have been it. And the match went on like another eight minutes the, before there was finally the crowd, a finish from, the, like his secondary finish that I don't even remember. It was like a uh, poor man's jackhammer. Fireman, fireman's carry into a power slam. You know, and I'm all for like unique finishes, like weird, like yeah. untimely finishes. But I did in that instance, it didn't work for me, especially when you're coming off two spirit bombs yeah. like that. Yeah, and, and that, the crowd was ready for it. They climaxed. Yeah, the crowd popped for so, that. Like, literally, they shot their load in their pants over that, and that should have been it. And, and the fact that Chris Benoit is still, he's innocent. <laughs> he's, he's, he's not guilty. No proof. And there's no evidence. There's no, none at all. You can't prove it. Okay? Okay. According to the random crazy guy in the parking lot somewhere in Warren, Michigan, there's no evidence. You crazy fuck. Okay? <laughs> okay? With your spinner belt. Yeah. That you bought off eBay. You goddamn weirdo. And you told us. Because we had to wait for 45 minutes to get into this show. <laughs> That's why we keep going back to this. This <laughs> we'll is 45 never, minutes of our time. We'll, we'll so it's going to be 45 it. minutes of your time. <laughs> I hope you listen to it, God damn it. Yeah, but all you know, five of us, let's do it again. <laughs> we're, we're working on the viewership. Got, got up to seven average viewers, according to Anchor. Yeah. So here's the deal. Brothers. <laughs> ladies. Gentlemen. gentlemen sisters. Jacks. Aunts, uncles. Jacks. <laughs> yeah, Jacks. Strike masters. <laughs> yep. So then we move on to the street fight. Dakota Kai. Tegan Knox had the jump start finish or jump start finish jump start start <laughs> which I liked yes that was good the heel didn't give uh, time for the babyface to make her entrance yep uh, uh, Tegan Knox coming out with her neon orange hair didn't like the look of the hair or yeah. the hair do before being nitpicked yeah, a little too much kind of 80s like yeah. hairstyle but uh, she had her her inner Lita coming out. <laughs> yeah, you were, you were pointing that out. I was pointing it out a couple times. Boy, Please. we need to get you a girlfriend again. Uh, anyway. <laughs> he, he ain't wrong. <laughs> yeah. Wrong. So then, uh, but neither one of them came out like in their normal ring gear, which I appreciated because it was like a street fight. It's true form. Yeah. Street fight. Um, and Dakota Kai is a heel getting over. I like the crazy hair she's got going on. I, like I think her heel turns work better than Bailey's. I think by a country mile. Which is interesting, because you yeah. wouldn't have expected that. But I, I didn't think Dakota Kai had a heel run in her, and she's been fantastic. But it's, it's a it's a nice surprise to see her in that role, and it's, it's I think she's flourishing. Yeah. And like we were talking about before, I was saying, you know, with that roster being so strong, you can have a couple, two or three feuds within the uh, NXT women's roster and have it be good. Because they have uh, they have depth. The so. NXT women's roster is deeper than the SmackDown's women's roster right now. I I agree. It's which is really sad. Which is really sad. And for any of them to get called up now, I think would be a detriment. Well, the so. the problem is is that you get the ones that are talented, they get called up, and Vince buries them for the people he likes. And the Carmellas, the Alexa Blisses, the Lacey Evans. There's a track record of that. Yeah, you know, it won't stop anytime soon. 
And none of them have any momentum on SmackDown right now, but they're all getting pushed. Whereas the person who had all the momentum, Sasha Banks, got buried. And is now off TV shooting The Mandalorian, which is awesome. Which is really cool. Yeah. That I'm excited to see. Maybe finally getting some Hollywood attention might get some Vince attention. We'll see on that. You know, Hollywood Sasha. Not, not holding my breath. Yeah. But, you know, uh, Let's so, talk about that finish, though. Well, during this match, yeah. you had the spot where... Tegan Knox puts the trash can on Dakota mm, Kai and yep. does like the running senton into her, but it looks like it, the running flip senton looked like it hurt her way more than it hurt Dakota Kai. It just Kai. looked like a, it was just a bad move. I, I yeah. can't even call it a botch. It was just a bad move. Yeah, it just didn't work. It just looked like it hurt her ten times worse than Dakota. Yeah. There was a barely a dent in that trash can. Yeah. Uh, they had some good spots, though, at the um, trash can lid mm-hmm. spot, which was it nice. shattered. Yeah, it shattered, according to Beth Did you see that? Did you see that? (laughs) Did you see that? It shattered. Mamma Mia. Yeah. (laughs) Commentary on this show was not great. Um, The commentary we had was much better in-house than it was on there. You should have heard us. Maybe next time we'll watch a lot and we'll just shout over top. Yeah, I'll be be Master Roshi, you'll be King Kai. Yeah, okay. Something like that. Yeah, we'll work on it. So... Uh, then they did the cool spot I liked where Tegan Knox finally gets advantage and she rips the uh, knee brace off and starts just pummeling Dakota Kai's knee. Because yeah. that's the symbolic, you know, the knee that got smashed of Tegan Knox yep. at um, War, War Games. Games in the cage. They're smashing the knee. So she's beating up on the knee and then she puts her knee in the chair. Boom! Yep. Stomps on it. Like, that was awesome. And I like the, that attention to detail. It was with people like us or fans who maybe you know who aren't so. And of course, the commentary didn't point it out because that would have been smart. It's, yeah, but I like that. It's it harkens back to like old school wrestling. You know, you you, yeah. you pick a body part or you you exact revenge on something like that. It it goes a long way. So. Yeah, and so Tegan Knox sets up Dakota Kai on a table, puts the chair around her neck like she's gonna like break her neck or something. Yeah, yeah. and then. Uh, Raquel, formerly Reina Gonzalez, I remember from the May Young Classic, but I hadn't seen her on NXT. Whom I actually I don't even know who that is at all. Yeah, because you didn't watch either one of the May Young Classics. I have right? not. Uh, okay, yeah, no. So I watched them, but I hadn't seen her since May Young Classic too. I think she may have had one or two appearances in NXT, but she just comes out. And no one knows who she is. Commentary barely puts her over. But this and is Excalibur. Be like, that's. We know who that is. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows who that is. Never seen her on TV before. Yeah, but, but that's got to be. That's got to be Butcher and Buddy. <laughs> and the Buddy. Yeah. <laughs> God, Excalibur's terrible. He's worse than Beth Phoenix. Did you see that? Did you see that? <laughs> it shattered. So what didn't shatter, though, is the table in this match. Ooh. Gonzalez pushes Knox off. She hits her head on the table. Yeah. Leaves like a dent where her head hit. Yeah. But the table totally no-sells the Japanese table style. And, you know, maybe they should have women's tables. They should have sexist tables set up so they, they can break through these, these tables. tables yeah, when you're 135 pounds, it doesn't you ain't break breaking. like it. it ain't, you're, ain't, you're not Otis going through these tables. Man. Y- yeah, but that looked brutal. Though. But maybe it worked out better. for. It know, looked like it was harsher, but yeah. the, the crowd had no reaction to this finish. They're just... I think the crowd wanted to see the baby face go over. He had a hot start. She jumped her. And then this finish to someone who like me, the fans myself, a wrestling fan. I don't know who this girl is. It felt if the finish felt. Flat. I recognized her, but I didn't recognize the name they were giving her, so I didn't know who it was. I had to Google yeah. it, and then I'm like, oh, Reina Gonzalez. I remember wearing a cowboy hat in May on Classic, and getting you know losing like the first round. I mean, she's six foot one. She's got a look. 
She does. But she's she looks intimidating. Yeah. She's got, you know. But it just it didn't work. And yeah, like it was a good match. The finish just kind of. Um, I guess you know they. I hope they follow up this Wednesday. They 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 consistently put on good shows. So I'm I'm assuming they will. They yeah. will touch on this. But in the meantime, it's just yeah, it's just. Uh, it's and just I whatever. mean, we're still waiting for Tegan Knox. She's probably going to get her comeback at the Mania Takeover. Mm. Yeah, in Tampa, by no means is that a blow off. It yeah, can't be. No, but so. it just the the finish the way it worked it, it didn't it didn't turn out right unfortunately. Um, a lot of a lot of weird finishes tonight. We'll get into as we yeah. go along, but that was the first one that kind of left me head scratching. Like, eh, I'm not quite sure what was going on there. So then we get into the next match. Finn Balor, Johnny Gargano. Um, what many thought would probably be the match of the night. Was, I think that's what I said, right? I, I had Balor yeah. Gargano. It was good, but... It was run of the mill. It just was... spot, 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 spot. Spot, just, spot, spot, Yeah, spot. so like we got to see every them do all their famous spots. Um, and them countering their spots because they know what spots are coming, but... It, as what, what do uh, all the old timers say? It's getting their shit in, right? They're getting their shit in. And that's exactly um, what it was. I can't. I struggle to find something memorable about this match. Exactly, and when you have all these matches that are essentially the same—I'm going to even say the same spots—it's the same, basically the same moves. They're running knees, they're your uh, your neck breaker on a leg, or yeah. you're diving off. The you mean your your Rushi Garoshi? Yeah, your Yoshi Yamadoshi. <laughs> yeah, Kamehameha. <laughs> but you're right; they got their spots in, and I got the prediction wrong. I'm not mad at the result. It's just a blah match. It's when you have these matches that run 20, 25 minutes and the crowd is up, 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 down, 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 up, up, up. Yeah. It's it's the same. And so when you have these four or five star classics, uh, there's nothing you can take away anymore, like you were saying. When every match has to be epic, yeah. nothing stands out. Right. And that's too bad. Yeah. Which is weird. Like I'm, I feel like we're maybe being hypercritical NXT here, but like this show just never really brought me in at any point. No, and the closest it did actually was the previous match, Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai, and it was just because it was different. That little bit of flavor where it was a street fight, the gimmick, and they jump started it, yeah. and it was it was all heat. Yeah, exactly. It was emotion. Because you had a true passion. baby face and a true yeah. heel, and there weren't a ton of high spots. There were some, but not yeah. like oh my gosh. Um. The most notable thing with this match is Finn Balor way overusing the finger guns, bullet club style. The, which, the originator, right? But, yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, as a heel would, hits a couple finishers and, and stalls. Yeah. Um, but I guess really in the end it didn't matter, right? It was kind of weird. He hits the coup de gras and you just expect him to cover and then he does like the super 1916 or whatever where he just the, lifted the him up Buster, higher. snowplow suplex. Yeah, bullshit. it was... Whatever. Um, kind of looked like Edge's original finish yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then, you know, Balor wins. Cool. But this thing, I, I can't, I, you still can't shit on it. It wasn't bad. It's just, like we were saying, it's just, you can't, I can't get behind it. Yeah. It's, it is what it is. It's, it was, these, I feel like these guys cannot have a bad match. It just seems. Yeah. The two really, the workhorses in the ring. Same they know size. what they're doing. They've been doing this for a long time. They're at home in NXT. Yeah. What would have been a shocker, what would have been memorable, is uh, a short shock finish or something like that. Would have just imagine people, if they had like a, a Lesnar or Goldberg to like an eight minute like boom 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 done. 
we, type I, of match. We'd be singing the praises. Yeah. I, I firmly believe that. Yeah. So. So, I mean, but every match has to be, you know, Savage Steamboat. Exactly. That's what it really, I think, like, people look at NXT right now and every match has to be like that. But even that had all, like, the little frills of George the Animal Steel and Elizabeth mm-hmm. and, like, a whole bunch of other things that made it really but special. But their false finishes are different than these false finishes. But because people actually bought them. It's the same vein. Yeah. You know, it's concurrent, but, but, you know, you have those false finishes where you're coming off arm drags, you know. Yeah. Like, you know, it's these are major moves that they're just essentially no selling, and it. Yeah. Uh, I think in in the long run, I hate. I know we're running along on this, but it hurts the product. I think, and it, and it has been. NXT has done this; they're long in the tooth and with, with this. While they're having great matches, it's just it's running its course with me. And well, cause I look back to the heyday of NXT, and maybe we'll have to do like a a 2015 takeover and look at it. But back then, yes, you'd have one or two matches that were like, oh my gosh, epic, crazy matches. Mm-hmm. But then you'd have four or five of them that were between six and ten minutes. And I think, you know, you'd have Baron Corbin come out and beat somebody in 30 seconds. That was like his thing back then. Literally, yeah. as soon as the bell rang, they'd go, one, two, yeah. three, count, can you win under a minute every time. Right? Yep, deep six every time. Yeah. And like, that was sweet. And I think that's tried and true. Like, that's, you need a little bit of each flavor in, in the show. Like, it, it's stale when everything's the same. And I, I know we're beating a dead horse with it, but it just goes to show. It's, this get, match is just most emblematic of it. It's not yeah. that we're trying to shit on Finn Balor and Janie Gargano. It's just it's, this match just happens to be the most symbolic of this. And I, I, ask me in two or three weeks a, a spot about this match. I won't be able to tell you what happened. And I can't hardly... I, the, the spot that I remember the most is when they did the shotgun dropkick off the table and it didn't look good. I already forgot that. Yeah. You know? That's the thing I remember the most about is a spot that it didn't quite work. Which in any other match, you'd be like, oh, man, that sucked. Or, I mean, that was okay. Yeah. But this match just stands out because they're, like, so proficient. I guess, I guess it works against them, right? Yeah. Instead to that degree. So then we get to the next match, which is Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley. The champ comes out last. Good. Yeah, got that right. <laughs> um, Bianca Belair comes out. You didn't see this. I think you were pissing at this time. Yeah. But uh, Bianca Bar- Belair comes out with, like, the old Macho Man Savage, like, cape. Where oh, she'd okay. stick it out with all the glitter. And it was, like, a Black History Month thing. Whatever. Um, <laughs> her whole trunk, her whole tights were all Black History Month, too. Um, which, whatever, that's cool. Yeah. It's irrelevant. I, I think it's kind of weird that you'd, like, go all out on that when you knew you were going to lose. But, I don't know. Yeah. You know, you kind of want that to save it for a match you're going to win, maybe. but Right. Yeah. But then it might not be February no more. Yeah, it wouldn't be February anymore. Yeah. It's shortest month. So. Yeah, yeah. Even with leap year. Yeah. Yeah. Even with 29 days this year. But um, uh, this match was fine. It was uh, a little subpar-ish for me. Uh, the right result, we know Ripley won, and we'll get into that Well, Bianca Belair... Is still struggling with selling. And let, let, yeah, let's, let's dive into that a little bit. I, I think you know we were talking about she great athleticism. She's fantastic. I, she might be the most athletic woman in the WWE. Um, period. And, and I think I think she has charisma too. I do a little bit, but um, what's saving her and what is what she needs right now is good booking to save her. She needs good booking and she needs more time to develop. Yeah, and she's been down there a while, but she's been floundering for a while. She gets lost in the mix, but but. Caught up in a different, uh, gener- a couple different generations. She's not of ready NXT. to be champion yet, but she's too good to job. That's the problem. And, and it's, it's just, she's in a quagmire. Yeah, and you know, she's in this this um, purgatory where she can't. It's one. Yeah, she can't fall one way or the other. And 
I think you know. I I think she's gonna find her way. I Probably. think she's, she's too good. I think her ceiling's still too high. Um, but she's not ready to be champ, and she's not ready to be called up. I think Vince would do her a huge disservice on the main roster. Oh, Vince would throw her into a comedy act, and but it just wouldn't work. She'll uh, she'll she'll probably be you know her booking for for Mania. If if all goes well, she needs she'll to be stay in that a, battle royal. She needs to stay away from Flair and Ripley because she's going to stand out as the weak spot in that feud. If she gets involved in that, I, that show in that last two weeks ago NXT where yeah. she was doing whatever she was doing, looking like a jobber. Yeah, you know, she, she looked was, like the Miz next to John Cena Rock. Exactly, it's and, and totally that, did, that was place. not a good look for for Miz then. It's not a good look for her now. It's not a yeah. diss on her. It's just she's not established enough yet. Yeah. Whereas Ripley is right now. Yeah, and Ripley, it doesn't hurt that she's as tall as she is, and she's she's, she's a rising star. Yeah. And and I mean, she's a product of good booking, but it's not, that War Games weekend was oh, you know ridiculous. Perfect. It was perfect for her. And so. she's riding that wave. I think she's doing a great job of, of connecting with the audience, being a baby face, and being a good. Which shocks me. I didn't think she'd be a good baby face with this current gimmick, and it's worked yeah. like crazy. It shocked us both. And so, right, right person went over. Uh, oh, kind of interesting finish. Yeah, where was, she did her riptide off the turnbuckle, yep. caught uh, Bel Air trying to do a top rope move. That's pretty cool. Yeah, creative, creative way to get to the finish. And I, I know we were, I was preaching uh, uh, fair about. Having creative finishes because everything's one yeah. on one and clean finish and you know, we, sometimes you don't get that on Raw and in, in those pay per views but you get those pretty consistently in NXT yeah but, uh, you know that's also good us fans can't have we can't be happy but yeah never um, let, let's talk about that finish a little bit Mike because something one of your so, predictions uh, oh came, after the match yeah it came true oh yeah I mean I said Ripley goes over Charlotte comes out and says I'll see you at WrestleMania. Only thing, only thing she didn't do is I said she should. I say, I'll see you at WrestleMania, bitch. That's mm. what she should have done. Nice ex- uh, exclamation yeah. point there. Uh, used, used sparingly. <clears throat> you know, you don't want to Vince Russo it and you know, go crazy with the swearing. But like every once in a while, an exclamation point that would have been perfect. Yeah, it just really yeah. drives it home. Came out, beat Ripley's ass a little bit, hit a natural selection that didn't look good. I didn't think um, she was going to get like I. I Great prediction, obviously, but I thought maybe she'd show up on the ramp and just kind of yeah. promo there and accept. And she should but, be coming out in heels when she's getting physical. Come on, yeah, it looks awkward as hell. Like so when she you hit the ropes with that natural selection with heels. Yeah, it just probably played a part in why it looks yeah, so bad. Yeah, it just didn't look great. Um, she should have been, you know, maybe even not in your wrestling boots, but just wear flat shoes so and she, just boot her in the back of the head and be done with it. Yeah, uh, but it, you know, and then uh, she attacked Bel Air too. So I don't know what we're gonna set up for. That. That I know we got one more pay-per-view coming for the main roster. I don't know. I'm so afraid they're gonna shoehorn Bianca Belair into the Mania match when it doesn't make sense to do doesn't so. Doesn't make sense, and it didn't make sense last year. I just want to point out when Charlotte got shoehorned into that match with Becky and Ronda. Yes, and I'm afraid history is gonna repeat itself. But at least that. then you can make the case that Charlotte was such an established star. And she was coming in as a heel, being inserted by authority. There was yeah. at least something to it. Right. Whereas this, like. There's no reason for Bianca Belair to be involved other than the fact that she happened to be somewhat around them. Yeah. Like, she was just there. Like, she lost clean to uh, Ripley. She has no claim to the title. And, And, you know... with her losing too, she didn't. She didn't lose any stock by no. losing Ripley because it was kind of a. a but it doesn't mean you should get. You shouldn't get a featured match at Mania for the title no. as an NXT star. Right. Hey, she's still young. She, yeah. Uh, 
And imagine if bright, so. she gets on the Mania card, but then your big NXT studs like Adam Cole, Keith Lee, and Walter don't. Now what does that say? Right. With then, Ripley, you can at least say, okay, well, she's the top woman in NXT. Period. Yeah, exactly. So, And, you know, speaking of Walter, I know sidebar, I wonder, I wonder what kind of booking he's going to get. Actually. He'll be on TakeOver. He probably won't be on Mania, unfortunately. Maybe, maybe fortunately. Well, fortunately, yeah, that, yeah. that Vince won't screw him over again. Yeah. I would hate to see him in the Andre Giant Battle Royal. Yeah, and get eliminated and by get Mojo elim- Rawley or something. Oh, that would be horrible. Let's hope or, that doesn't happen. Jinder Mahal. Oh. Yeah. So. It, Slater. Yeah, just whatever. I mean. Yeah. Triple H has to take over for Walter. We'll even come to the main roster, I think. And I thought, you know, Walter wasn't even supposed to be doing as many as, uh, uh, you know, America shots. Yeah. Uh, but I met the guy, stole his belt. They show him they show him the paycheck, he'll show up. I think I that's guess, yeah, money talks, right? Yeah. So then that match is over, sets up Ripley, Charlotte, maybe Bel Air for Mania. We'll see where that we'll see what happens yeah. on Wednesday. But there's at least that, you know, kind of logical storytelling. And so that leads us to the Broserweights challenging Undisputed Era for the tag team titles. Once again, champs come out first. There was at least some sort of logic to it because the broserweights were like taunting them with the stupid, how many fish could Bobby Frisch fry if yeah. Bobby Frisch it, could fry fish? Yeah. And that was good for one week. That was like a one promo like soundbite, yeah. and he now tried like dragging it out. Now he just jumped the shark with it. it was just, yeah. Get the hey, whole dude. crowd chanting, and the crowd wasn't really buying it. It was just uh, bro. Yeah, bro. And then like Undisputed has to try and sell it like they're annoyed, but they're really not. It was just. Eh. And you know, I, this match kind of disappointed me the most. Um, I don't know what to say about it because I, mean, I didn't get I didn't get the prediction right. Obviously, uh, I don't think any of us did. I think the we bronzer weights went over. Uh, I didn't think they really needed it. They don't because they won the Dusty Classic. Let them, and they're singles guys. Yeah, and why are singles guys always beating up on tag teams? It's a hodgepodge. They just got thrown together just before the classic. Yep. And I do like their chemistry, but they don't need the belts right now. I just no. They let them ride the wave with the trophy and do their thing and do their skits and vignettes and then. But I think what we find is they they needed another babyface to win because you had um, Tegan Knox lose to Dakota Kai. You had Finn Balor beat Johnny Gargano. Mm-hmm. So you're really light on babyfaces winning. So had the heels won there, spoiler for the next match, but the heels would have went over in both of the last two matches. Yeah. You got to try to find some of uh, some, some parody there. Yeah. Um, so I think but, that's played a part in it. Match was fine. Again, um, and it, it's, it, it's just like we were just talking about. It's not a bad match, but it wasn't a memorable memorable match. Like, what can you name me a couple spots that really stick out right now? The things that stood out to me that I really liked were the times when O'Reilly and Fish were working as a team. Well, the, and, and that's how they always yeah, are. And that's you can attribute that to just they've been tagging since ROH. Yeah, like the know, double submissions were great. You know. um, but yeah, there's not like moments where I'm like, oh man, this was so great. Mm-hmm. It just, it was. And I, I want to talk about Pete Dunne's uh, joint manipulation <laughs> game. Uh, yeah, I'm not, not a, a fan. fan. I'm not a fan. It's wrestle, man. Just wrestle. Yeah. My wife hates it. She, like, d- will she, not even watch Pete Dunne matches. And she's anymore. a Fairweather fan. Yeah. I mean, you know, 
that's a pretty decent bellwether of what your casual fan looks like, at least in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I remember trying to watch Pete Dunwalter with her because I was like, this is such a great match. Yeah. And she watched about five minutes and was like, yeah, I'm done. Just checked out. She just doesn't like Pete Dunn's enjoyment of it. She thinks it's disgusting. So I guess you, you find your niche and you, you exploit that and say, oh, this is what I do in wrestling. And I yeah. get it, but it's, it's not for me. I ain't saying he's a bad wrestler. Maybe but... it's a little overdone. Just do it a little less. Yeah, just, uh, just I also work. really hate both him and Shayna Baszler do it, but we're the one where they like twist their arm around and like put it on the mat, and then they stomp their yeah, elbow. They like, sell it, and it's yeah. like it's stuck there. Like it's just, it's just, ridiculous. Just pick your arm up. Yeah, just move <laughs> your arm. Uh, um, yeah, that that thing is dumb. I don't like that at all. Uh, match was okay. It was another one of those real long, high spot NXT matches. Yep, that we're getting kind of. We're almost getting immunized to it. Feels like we've we've just gotten so used to it. I can't even like get excited for because uh, those finishes aren't coming when when they should be. So, no, you should come in five to ten minutes after when yeah. they should. And be. so when I should be jumping up, screaming, and hollering, this is going to be it. Uh, it's, it's not, not it. it. <laughs> it's and not it. it. And I think that's a real problem. Which got even worse than the main event because the main event went like twenty minutes longer than it should have. Oh, I don't know how long it was and have the stopwatch out, but it felt like it was about 40 minutes long. It really, with, with entrances and, and the Gaga at the end. Yeah. It just, each match as it went got longer. And yeah. that's got to be exhausting for that crowd. It has to be. Yeah. Well, because, I mean, the crowd was not super into the finish of the main event either. Yeah, and we'll get into so, that next, too. Uh, um, but, yeah, Broser Waits go over, new champs. Uh, I'm assuming this feud isn't over. They'll have something planned going forward, but a little mm. bit of a surprise, which, yeah. I mean, it's not necessarily here. bad it's a surprise. Uh, just didn't make quite so much sense to me, but I, I think they just we'll, need another babyface to win. I guess we'll just see where this goes. I mean, I really thought we were going to split Riddle and Dunoff to start feuding with one another. I that think, seems I, where the big money is. I think that. that's going to happen. I just don't think it's going to happen now. Cause yeah, I, well, you know, yeah, the, not not right now. Well, definitely the titles, not now, but, but like the, I guess after Mania, maybe. Um, kind of replicate what Joe and Finn Balor had in 2016. Yeah, maybe build it towards um, whatever the takeover is by SummerSlam. Yeah. and you know That would be the most logical thing right now. Maybe that might be too long still, but we'll see. I, well, because you, you have to have them run with the belts, break them up, keep them away, yeah. and then eventually have the big blow-off yeah. match. So, so then... Not my favorite. Yeah, then we get to our main event. Adam Cole. Adam Cole, baby, versus Tommaso Ciampa. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, this one, there were a lot of little things I liked. Um, Ciampa, I think, is brilliant at doing all the little things right. Yes. Um, one thing is he came up when Adam Cole, he gets down his knees and he gets ready to do the Adam Cole, baby. Ciampa got right up on him, like, within, like, six inches of him, and the referee had to back him off. I thought that was so cool. And that... Is little things. Yeah, just so, shows like he wants to jumpstart the match. And those are subtleties in which no one else seems to do or care about. When you have Tommaso Ciampa, whether he's babyface or heel, he can do those things. Adam Cole was great too, but... Yeah, well, and the thing with Adam Cole is he's got all his little things with the crowd too, you know. Comes and, out, boom, and baby! And, yeah, and that's a babyface reaction. Yeah, which not. kind of... I'll say this one thing this match didn't have was a ton of heat. Because the people like Adam Cole, the people like Tommaso Ciampa. There's no yeah. heel. There's some tweener action happening right now. Yeah. Cause, uh, 
Champa yeah, is a era, he's things. always kind of run that though. They're supposed to be the heels, but they get babyface reactions. Yeah, mostly because of Adam Cole and, well, and that too. But with Champa too, like he was such a stone cold heel. I know. It's when, still before hard. his injury, you know, I think I think some of us are still latching onto that character. It's Cause, still cause it's hard because it's still there. Yeah, there's a, a a little bit of that heelish tendency still there yeah. with Champa. So. Like, you still want to see him as the psycho killer heel. Yeah. Really. Because that was over. And what he's doing now, he's, he's gaining sympathy. And that's getting over, too. Yeah. Because um, he's, he's a real pro's pro. Yeah. That, that guy for sure. Um, and this match had a million false finishes. I can't remember them all. A million too many. Yeah. And um, did a sunset, or what is it, Panama sunrise, sunset, sunrise, whatever. Sunset, flip. Um, yeah. Uh, Canadian Destroyer. Um, out on the outside of the ring, was um, on top of the uh, commentating booth yeah. or whatever, off the chair. Yeah, Champa did his thing on the apron. The, um, the DDT spot, were you talking? He about? Did, well, no, no, the one oh, where he kind of hooks him over his back like a backpack gotcha. and yes, drops him down. The one that won at War Games. Yep, off the top, that backdrop. Um, you know, Burley, I mean, as much as I don't like the Destroyer, um, you know. That should be winning matches, man. If you're doing it, and it should, you should only yeah. it should only take one to to finish. Yeah, and he did, I believe, a uh, couple. couple. And he did and his last shot a couple times or last call. Last call. Last, last shot. Last. I think it's last shot. I don't know. Last call, Scott Hall. <laughs> you but, know what? And also, what the last shot is is that Chris Benoit was innocent. Yeah. <laughs> he was not guilty. And there's no evidence. There's none. You can't. How can you prove it? Indisputable. How can you prove it? You can't prove it. It's it's like that new Corona that has zero proof. There's none. Uh, There's no him, alcohol in it. It's zero proof. Put him in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. You can't. Should, come on, yeah. man. Should he be in the Hall of Fame? Fight me if you don't think so. Don't at me. Yeah. Just don't obviously, he should be in the Hall of Fame. Should he be in the Hall of Fame? He wasn't. There was no proof. There was no proof. And no proof. No evidence. So he should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. He didn't do it. Yeah. Plain and simple. Obviously. So uh, what was it about Adam Cole and... Oh yeah. oh yeah. So then, you go through a million different finishes, a million different da 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 da. Undisputed Era comes out, starts interfering, doing their tricks. Yep. Seems like Champa's just about to overcome it. Boom, ref bump, bump go or ref goes down. Undisputed oh, Era starts gang banging again, but, but then Champa gets them all. Boom, 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 gets them all. And then Goldie's sitting there. Goldie's sitting there. He goes to pick up Goldie. On the hardest part of the ring. Yep, right in the hardest part of the ring, apron. Where the goalie's sitting at. Johnny Gargano comes up, looks at him, and snatches Goldie away. And we're like, wait, what? What's going on? Had a mean streak in his eye. Turns around, whacks it right in the face. Um, I think Ciampa goes back. Cole lands on top of him. Breath. Magically comes back to life. Took a senzu bean. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd Good pop call. that one. Good call. Oh, one, two, three. Nameless referee gathers his wits. Yes, Adam Cole, Bebe retains over Tommaso Ciampa, and apparently Johnny Gargano's a heel to a very reaction from the crowd. I had Cole winning, not in his fashion. Um, I can't say I can, I'm not really behind this turn. He's obviously not aligning with uh, Undisputed Era. He's Doesn't kinda, look like it. But I wonder what his reasoning is going to be. I'm, I guess I'm interested in that. But uh, beyond that, I'm just not sold on this. Because 
uh, something I wanted to bring up before when a bunch of us are here is who were the, some of the last white meat baby basins we have out there? And I think Gargano is one of those guys. <laughs> Gargano. He, well, he was one of those guys. That's about know? it. God, he's about as white meat as it gets. And Bailey. Oh, whoops. Yeah. So much for that. Dakota Cat. Oh, Oop. wait. Uh, you know. So, not really much <sighs> left. Roman Reigns. Uh, I wish you'd just turn heel. But anyway. Mm-hmm. I, 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 and like I said, I was talking about having creative finishes, and I, I can't complain too much. This was one of those, but Gagrano turning heel. Guess what? I'm going to complain a little bit. I just, just, I'm not 100% behind this. I'm it not wasn't ready. the right time. Now you have Gargano and Champa set up again. Yeah, I, I gotta say, which they that's not the that feud bad. I want to see. Yeah, no, again. I don't either. We, I, I, I'd rather see him tag again for a while. It was perfect the yeah. first time. Let's not re. And actually, it went on a little too long the first time. Mm-hmm. Like I, they had that went on so long because Gargano was chasing forever. Yeah, and just I don't know. I don't know where Adam Cole goes other than maybe Velveteen Dream, which that I guess would be cool. Uh, but we already got that a little bit with the North American title back in the... Yeah, let's see. What, what happens with Cole, you think? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I know we're... I know Balor's out there, but heel versus heel, that dynamic doesn't work typically in pro wrestling. Yeah. Um, Not a lot of established baby faces on NXT. That's one thing. They are heel heavy Especially right now. now with Gargano turning. You've got Champa, who just lost, and it seems to be breaking off with Gargano. You've got Velveteen, and you have Keith Lee, who already has the title. In any title, so he's and not going to be involved. I don't. Yeah, I would say he ain't going to be involved. Unless he's going to take uh, give Cole one of those big bumps outside of the uh, yeah. fence there, you know, uh, that ain't happening right now. So it, it, I'm a little flustered with the finish and kind of if I can't really envision it's kind of a letdown. Yeah, if I can't really envision kind of what's going to happen the next week, cause which I, think I guess I'm a is smart okay. Mark, I, we, we know a little too much, but. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see where this goes. See if they can win us back after this kind of finish. Yeah, I mean, I'll be tuning in Wednesday. AEW, Dynamite. I probably will skip both this week. But uh, overall, I mean, it was an NXT takeover. Probably one of the least memorable. Memorable of mine, yeah. Because you can't say bad, just you can't say memorable anymore. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't bad. It's just nothing really grabbed my attention except. Dakota Kai Teague and Knox, and this wasn't the blow-off. Exactly. We knew it wasn't going to be the blow-off, but just kind of the, the finish of that. That's The finish, actually, a couple finishes this night. It was just... Ugh. It just fell flat. Yeah. And uh, not the strongest takeover, uh, but still good because... Yeah, I, I mean, you still technically proficient, just you, didn't you really can't grab have you. a bad takeover. That they're incapable at this point. Yeah. But how can you keep it fresh? How can you keep it different? And right now, they I gotta think shake they're, some things they're failing at that uh, part of the game. For sure. And, uh, I'd agree, 100%. Their next one uh, is in Tampa. Tampa Mania. Mania weekend. Uh, less than two months away already. So Yeah, it's about six weeks. So we'll we'll be back for that. Oh, for sure. Discussing uh, uh, Deep Dive. The biggest thing we have to do before then is everybody, please call 1-900-909-9900. Because you will find out that Crispin Watt Crispin is was innocent. innocent, and what we'll tell you on there for two ninety nine a minute, parents or children, please ask your parents for permission. Is who really did it? Who really did it? We where, have the scoop. Where where's the proof? Okay, where's the evidence? It's not in the pudding. It's not in the pudding. Who's the pudding, pudding, pudding was in the house? 
The pudding wasn't there. Who got the pudding pops? It wasn't, was it Bill Cosby? Maybe it was. Find out if you call the hotline. Okay? We're going to keep this suspenseful. We're going to do a deep, deep dive into this one day. But you can get the inside scoop at the hotline. $2.99 a minute. And that's all for the Five Wise Marks. Peace.